This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, welcome back. Pleased to have you along here in our new studios in Northwest Portland. It's Isaac and Souk, and we are pleased to be joined uh, once again here on uh, Thursdays at 4 by Oregon coach Dan Lanning. Now, Dan, this is the first uh, interview we've done in our, our new, exciting, state-of-the-art studios. Can you read me? I can hear you. I can hear you. So you, you guys are in a new, new spot? Yeah. Yeah, so we were... Well, you don't care about this, <laughs> but we were in the same studios for what twenty five years, yeah. And we have just recently moved to a new spot in Portland, and it's been a it's been a long couple months. But uh, this is our first day in in the new ones, and they're really nice. And uh, we were just hoping that we could we wouldn't have any technical difficulties with you, basically. Yeah, it's it's gonna go smooth. Are you, so is it a different drive to work, or is it the yeah. same drive? No, different. Like, or is it close building? No, it's we're really on the, different. Yeah, yeah, the other side of town. Yep. Yeah, it's not That's good. That's something you're going to run into here. You're pretty soon you're going to start driving to the old spot and then have like a, a wait. I did that. Headed the wrong way. I did that. I did that there once without even thinking about it, and I was late for the show. When you, because you know, in the coaching profession, you do have to bounce around so much. Is it is it weird when you like when when you end up in Eugene and you're not in Georgia or from ASU, wherever you're bouncing around? Does it take a while to kind of get the bearings? Um. Not too bad. You know, the fact that you change states makes it relatively easy to make sure you don't drive to the wrong spot. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I think the most common, like, mistake for a new coach would be you're about to say, go, your old team's name. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you got to, like, hit, hit the refresh <laughs> button. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I don't don't struggle with it too much. Yeah. What do you do with all, like, what do you do with all the, the boxes and boxes of, like, Georgia gear? I'm assuming that you had about eight. That's a great question. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say like uh, I got a group of friends that we we kind of I, I kind of donate to every year, you know, um, some. And then everywhere I've ever been, the movers always walk out like making it out like really on top, you know. After they get done moving, you're like, well, we really don't need this box anymore. So I feel like they always walk around, you know, with a new set of gear uh, when it's all said and done. How did Halloween go for House Landing? It was a hit. It was a hit. We actually. Uh, you know, we had all the coaching. It was a Monday, so it's kind of a big prep day for us. So all the coaches, kids, and families actually came up here to the facility, and each coach's office was loaded up with candy. No limit, you know, really on the candy count. Kind of like, you know, softly enforce it, right? You say, hey, four or five pieces, and these kids were aggressive. So um, we did that, and then any of the coaches that wanted to be able to get out with their families afterwards could. But, um, yeah, it was good. It was good. We had a uh, We had a zombie. Um, we had a clown, a killer clown, and then we had like a wizard. You know, my, my middle son actually made like this staff out of a broomstick and a broken lamp and made like a like a red light bulb at the top. It looked like a, I don't know, a saucer's type 
Juan deal. It was pretty cool, pretty wow. impressive. How about that? Yeah, it's got to feel good as a parent knowing that the kid's got some creative uh, skills going on and not just heading to the spirit Halloween. Yeah, no, he uh, he's pretty creative. He's pretty creative. Is So you have three boys, before we get to some real football talk here, is football going to be a big part of their lives? I mean, what's your philosophy on, on raising them and them playing the game, and, and are they interested? Um, so that the, the philosophy was, is, hey, this is going to be a reward. It's not going to be something they, they just get to do just because. And I told that to my wife's view with our boys, just saying, hey, these guys are going to have to come ask us, and it's going to be a reward. And, and then I realized my, my two oldest sons are never going to ask. So they never <laughs> asked. And then uh, my third son just did tackle football for the first time this year. He played uh, for the Sheldon Little League team here, and I think he had a blast doing it. So um, they got to play in Autzen last weekend. How cool would that be Ooh. as a kid? Little year to get to play in Autzen Stadium. They had a bunch of games here. Um unreal experience so he's had a, he's had a lot of fun doing it this is, it's a big deal for that like I, I played growing up and it's hard especially if you're like a lineman like it's not always the funnest thing in the world but i do remember that we had an old civic stadium where portland state used to play and i got to play there when i was yeah. like 11 and for me it was like playing in it was like playing in a super bowl epic right yeah, yeah. i know the older boys like my older boys came and niles afterwards were like dad why does he get to play there they had the concession stand <laughs> open and everything and I think it made them think for a second, hey, maybe we should have tried this football thing out. But, uh, yeah, it was a pretty, pretty cool experience for him. So now we found out uh, who Dan Lanning's favorite son is. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You ain't going to get me there. All right. Come on. How many – so I was, I, was, um, I, I was curious. Well, you said Monday is a big prep day for you. Is that like your busiest day of the week? Or I'm sure they're all busy, but is one day more full than any yeah, other? Yeah, so, so, Sunday through Wednesday is a pretty – pretty heavy stretch right there um and then it kind of starts to taper down a little bit but sunday through wednesday you're you're kind of hitting the ground running you got a lot of a lot of things to cover a lot of t's to cross and a lot of i's to dot um through those days how many plays from a game can you or do you remember are you like sean mcveigh a savant uh yeah if you ask me like what's the second play of the first uh, i'm not that but um but i i think i remember relatively well but no i'm not like sean mcveigh yeah, yeah. I guess he he's known to be able to recall ridiculous um, yeah. plays from his. No, whole I can career. tell you. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm I'm not, I'm not like him at all. But I can remember <laughs> what third downs we lost and which ones we won. I can be. Right. I, I remember I remember certainly a, a lot of plays from games, but I don't I don't have it memorized by like uh, we were in this quarter of the game. It was second down. What'd you call? You know what is like that. what is one play in your coaching career you went back? Oh my gosh. I mean, there's a lot of plays in my coaching career that I want back, but now you're trying to think of like a game losing play or a game, you know, could have been a game winning play. I don't, and I haven't, you know, fortunately haven't been on the wrong end of one that was the one, just like the one decided play. When we played in the SEC championship game, I called a defense against, um, you know, Bryce Young, and it didn't have great protection for a scrambling quarterback. He scrambled in for a touchdown right before the second quarter. Mm. <clears throat> that one really sticks out to me. You yeah. know, we messed up the the line game up front and uh, called cage cage turkey, and it didn't work. You know, Bryce scrambled in for a touchdown, so that's one that really bothers me. That was definitely a coaching error. Is that one of those? It sounds like the the the, the losses or the uh, you know the missteps. Those you remember a little bit better than the uh, the victories or the successes. Yeah, losses are way worse in this business than the, the benefit of winning. Everybody likes winning, but I, I certainly hate losing more. 
Isn't isn't that kind of like this? The, the profession, you really do got to love it because it, when you're like, and the most coaches seem that they're they're that way, they're wired that way. That just seems like over a thirty year career. That just seems like a very very hard up and down ulcer inducing sort of profession at times. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've had an ulcer yet, but I'm anticipating probably having a couple before it's all said and done. <laughs> do you have things? Do you have things that kind of help you? You know, I don't know, like just unwind and that you can you can get away from it so it doesn't drive you crazy. Well, I don't know if I'm allowed to make a pitch on the radio here, but there's an app called the Calm app that mm. I'm a big fan of that yeah. I use just about every night before I go to bed. It has like meditation stuff on it. You know, it kind of helps me. Uh, regain my focus. So there's my slight pitch, Calm App. If you're listening, I'm I'm available for all NIL <laughs> opportunities. Um, no, but you know, I, I one of my favorite things about Oregon that I'm absolutely in love with Oregon is I don't I'm not a I'm not great at exercise. You know, I always feel like if I'm exercising, I could be watching film. But I do enjoy going on walks um, from time to time. Opportunity to kind of clean your mind, clear your mind, and, and think about big things program wise. So there's some amazing trails, whether it's Pre's Trail, one of Pre's trails around here, or um, you know, going somewhere, that's my opportunity to kind of hit the reset button. Is it a little bit easier to be the head coach at a place like Eugene than down in Athens where, you know, you're certainly you're a big deal in Eugene, but it doesn't feel like it's life and death like it is in the SEC? I think winning in our profession is life and death, but I think, you know, each person kind of controls, uh, you know, you got to control the narrative. You can't let your highs get too high and your lows get too low and don't become so infatuated with the moment that you, you don't realize, you know, how fortunate you are to be sitting in the seat you're sitting in. So there's no doubt in, in this profession, in this day and age, you have to win games, right? It really doesn't matter where you're at. And uh, you can certainly say it doesn't matter as much in one place as another. You know, one thing I love about Eugene and one thing I love about Oregon is the fans here are as passionate as any team in the SEC. Um, which means expectations come with that, right? And we got to go perform. So, you know, I promise nobody has higher expectations for our program than I do and what we want to accomplish. I mean, I feel pretty confident in that. But I also think every once in a while you got to wake up and pinch yourself and remind yourself how blessed you are um, to be where you're at. Uh, this is Oregon coach Dan Lanning with us here. He joins us each Thursday at 4. Just a few minutes left. What's, I don't know, what's one word that you would use to describe that cow game? The cow game? One yeah. word? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'm thinking of the things that didn't go well, but that takes more than one word. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we, I think we could have finished better, and I think we started slow. Like we've been really good in the middle of games. So, is there a word that says that says that <laughs> finish better, start slow? Uneven. Like, what's that word? What's Uneven, that? maybe. Ah, there you go. Uneven. That's yeah. Cool. There you go. And uh, and we did some really good things in the middle, and we performed well. Um, uh, you know, at times, but. You know, in our last two games, we've been outscored by our opponent in the first quarter, and we've given and we've been outscored by our opponent in the fourth quarter, and that's something that I want us to you know be better at. We've done a really good job in the middle of games, but you know what the the middle of games the it's not like the touchdowns are worth more points, right? It's still worth the same amount. Um, so we want to do a better job of finishing and, and a better job of starting, you know, fast. That doesn't mean you have to score a million points, but it does mean you have to execute. And um, you know, in a couple of those games, we just haven't been able to you know finish drives the way we want to early on. Most of the time it's been self-inflicted wounds. Um, and on the same note, at the end of games, we haven't been able to finish uh, games defensively like the way we want to. So, you know, building off of those those two things, uneven, I guess, is the word. Can those end up being, those film sessions, though, end up being maybe more productive because you can 
uh, there's a lot to praise, but there is some stuff that you can get some guys' attention with about hey, we're not as good as as the score indicated, and you know there's there's things to work on. Uh, yes and no. I mean, I think you can learn from success and learn from failure, and um, you know our guys have been pretty open minded to to being the main point of learning, and uh, certainly appreciate that. So on your walks, I mean, it's only November. So I'm thinking about Dan yeah. Lanning in like mm. March mm. when it's just rained constantly all winter, and you're like, does the does the rain deter you yet on your walks? Well, they have rain jackets. I mean, no, no, we're gonna be good. <laughs> okay, good. You might not go on the mud trail, like hit the pavement, right? Yeah, no, but, that's um, good. yeah. So not an umbrella no, yeah. guy. You walk in the rain. No, no, not an <laughs> umbrella guy. No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I like that. That there was some, that that's was good. that was an emphatic. No, that's no, right. We're not because we're, Oregonians are not. Yeah, you, you can't do it up here. Uh, and I I don't think I would like walking by Dan Landing <laughs> on the trail and him holding an umbrella. Yeah, a little. I don't know if I'd like that. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't see that. The only reason I'd be you know carrying an umbrella is if my wife's walking next to me, right? And you yes. have to hold her. Yeah, you got correct. You got to go with that. Yeah. Okay, well, or, um, or recruits mom. Uh, yeah, there you, there you go. It's <laughs> a gentleman at that point because then it's a southern gentleman thing that you got going on. Love it. Love it. That's right. All right. Uh, good luck at Colorado, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Enjoy the new uh, the new spot. Yeah, thank you. We are, and I'm glad this worked out. All right. All right, yeah. see ya. Uh, that is Dan Lanning. No Oregon difficulties coach. there. No, it was great. Sounds great. My favorite part of that whole interview was just the sound of, <laughs> you're not an umbrella guy, are you? No. No. No, 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 whoa, no. Whoa, 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 what are you, umbrella, come on now. Well, I feel like we've hit our groove with Mr. Lanning. Yeah. Um, I am digging what, what he's got going on. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.